getting nosy for the sake of entertainment. Here's another episode of Steve Nagel Minds Your Business, a rock102.com exclusive. Hey kids, welcome back to another episode of Nagel Mind Your Business, where we dive into the minds of local business owners and their employees to find out where they came from, how they came to be, and uh, what's next on the horizon. Well, again, we go back to Canna Provisions over in Holyoke to speak with one of their employees, Sid Ortiz, and how the cannabis industry has changed her life. And you'll find out why and how right now in Nagel Mind Your Business, exclusive podcast at rock102.com, episode 8. And in our continuing discussions with the great folks from Canada Provisions in Holyoke and, and out in Lee, uh, we have Sid Ortiz, who's uh, from the marketing department there at Canada yeah, Provisions. Thank you for having me today. Thank you for coming into the studio. We appreciate it. Now, we, I wanted to talk to, to some employees um, to kind of you know get a gauge on what cannabis has done for you and mm-hmm. for for your life. Uh, let's start with uh, where you're from. You're not you're not originally from from the Holyoke area. Where are you from? Yes, yeah, so I was actually born in Guayama, uh, also known as the City of Witches. Um, in and, Puerto Rico. Right? Yes, yeah. correct, in right. Puerto Rico. And then I moved here when I was about like 11, 12. Now, did you know any witches personally living there? So, very interesting <laughs> thing that I found out. So, like, you know how uh, Puerto Rico, before we, you know, before we were colonized, we had the Tainos. So, the Taino, who was the chief in that area of Guayama, right. was actually a shaman. That's why... We call ourselves brujos or witches. Oh, very cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we didn't we didn't treat witches very well here. Yeah, yeah but that's we a did whole not. <laughs> that's a whole different historical story that we don't want to get into. But that's cool. Wait, wait, so when did you move here to uh, you know to the mainland? So I moved here when I was about like 11, 12, which uh, two thousand and five, perhaps. Okay, I don't really remember uh, years. Um, but yeah, I moved here. Uh, to, actually, moved to Hartford. That's where. Okay. Yeah, uh, with uh, some family because you know things in Puerto Rico are not really going so well. So my family had to move here to seek better opportunities. Right, and then uh, so then you go. You, how old are you by the time you start using your cannabis? So I was actually twenty-two. Mm-hmm. I was introduced to cannabis uh, through my partner. Um, and to be honest, I never had anything against cannabis. You know, it's not like I thought it was a bad thing, but I just didn't want to partake in smoking. I, at that time, I didn't know there were, um, many, uh, ways to intake cannabis, like edibles or tinctures. I so, was the same way. I, yeah. I always thought it was like, oh, cause you, you just see these burnouts from high school and they're just like, Hey man, yep. I got this weed, a bag of weed. Yep. You know, that's all they were doing was smoking. But you know, with the tinctures and mm-hmm. the edibles and all this stuff, it really kind of opened your yeah, eyes. Yeah. So the first thing uh, that I tried was edibles and honestly it changed my life. Um, me personally, um, I suffered from uh, panic disorder, uh, PTSD, and that helped me a lot uh, see life in a different way. So I would love to help people uh, that seek um, something that could help them, you know. And it's funny uh, you mentioned that, you know, panic disorders, things like that. Mm-hmm. It seems almost counterintuitive sometimes to consume yeah. cannabis because many people report, "Well, I have anxiety, or I have uh, mm-hmm. I have paranoia from maybe consuming too much." And so, but everybody is different. We've talked to, mm-hmm. to, to many folks from from your organization uh, that everybody's body chemistry is different. Right. So every 
there's different things that work for different people. Mm-hmm. And then you start, when did you start working at uh, Cannabis Provisions or get into the cannabis inju- industry? Yeah, um, answering that, that, uh, that thing yeah. that you said before, um, I've actually done some research about why cannabis, you know, why people react that way to cannabis. Mm-hmm. And, you know, the information that I've read is that it has a lot to do with the stigma around cannabis. You know, a lot of people get paranoid, they get scared because it's still illegal so that's right. one of the components in it um also i started working with the company about like 2021 i believe okay August 2021 and then that was just one of these uh you know i'm just gonna try this yeah, kind of thing i, and, I was and... like i am gonna become a butt tender i i want to help people especially you know starting in holio uh, helping the people from my community Right, and then so um, what? What so? I mean, what is it about the experience about working at Canna Provisions that makes you say, you know what, this is where I belong. I belong uh, doing mm-hmm. this thing because I think everybody has a calling to them. Mm-hmm. I, I think for some reason, yeah. you know. To be honest, something that sticks with me all the time is the relationships that you build with the customers. Um, you know, I've I've had plenty, plenty of people who come feeling very sad or you know very. Uh, and they come in and we give them such a good service because we care about the customer. We want to find something that can help them uh, find uh, uh, something good about life, you know, like that is uh, by taking tinctures, that is by helping them with uh, uh, physical pain or even emotional pain. Like I want to be able to find that specific product that can help you uh, get through life in an easier that way. That works for each individual yeah. p- uh, mm-hmm. person. Or, or so yeah, that that relationship that you build with the customers, it's it's very unique, you know. I've there's times that I'm like over here trying not to cry when customers come back right. and they say, "Wow, that product actually helped me." And I'm over here like, "Oh, you know, try not to tear up." But and and, and very help, emotional. And helping most people wouldn't think that uh, oh, well, it's just a drug. I mean, why mm-hmm. why would it be helping somebody? I mean, you know, again, the stigma yep. of saying, "Well, that's just for stoners." It doesn't really help anybody. But I have some pre-interview notes here, and you've, you've seen cannabis uh, help in many different ways, mm-hmm. uh, even uh, w- with uh, bonds that have been broken w- among families yep. and things like that. Can you tell us a story that yeah, you have so about that? Yeah, so basically, you know, my, my stepdad, he didn't really have a good relationship with my youngest stepbrother. You know, he he was a, a how do I say it, like a, a you know, a little dumb teenager, put yeah. it that way. But ever since he started to get into cannabis, he has changed a lot to the point that they got to meet each other. And he looked at him and said, hey, I'm very sorry to, you know, for what I did. And that moment was very emotional for the both of them. And that's something that cannabis can do sometimes. You know, when you partake in cannabis and you have the opportunity to sit down and actually think about your actions and Forgive yourself and forgive other people to what right. you've done. You know, it, it's very emotional. I now, was very happy that that happened. Now, was your stepdad, was he was he addicted to anything else or something? Was he addicted to something before he was a cannabis um, user? Or? No. Um, actually, my stepdad was a police officer for 14 years. So he, you know, he doesn't really partake in cannabis. I mean, he doesn't right. judge it. But my uh, oldest stepbrother, unfortunately, he mm-hmm. is an addict. So, yeah. you know, there's, a, there's that many broken bonds in the family but i i'm a i'm a believer that cannabis can bring people together you know right and 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 uh where would um i'm sorry hang on one second we'll take a little snippet out of that um working in the cannabis industry Mm -hmm. as you do where would you like to see that that take you 
To be honest, um, one of my goals is to move cannabis to my island. Um, I'm a believer that I can grow cannabis over there and I can give jobs to the people around my community. Um, I can, you know, give my people the opportunity to see, to start agriculture, basically, you know, a thing that was very important for the island and it's slowly just going away. And I want to bring that back and I want to bring agriculture. I want to be able to give people jobs to understand that this stigma that was put by the government is just not true, you know? You know, that's the great thing from all the interviews that I've been doing with, with, with the folks from Canada Provisions. Whether we just uh, interviewed uh, your boss, uh, mm-hmm. Eric Williams, and, and, uh, and also Meg Sanders and uh, Dan McCarthy, uh, the main theme in that is about community and mm-hmm. how, it, you know, the stigma of like, wow, we're just one business, we just want to sell weed here. That's not the case. You want to help the community. You're talking about yeah. all these people that you bring into the store, mm-hmm. that you want to make sure that they have this experience that leaves them feeling positive about what they've just done or what they've mm-hmm. just purchased in the thing and knowing that they can come back For and, sure. and tweak and also the things that the the the, the uh, organization that does itself for the local community as yeah. well, right? That yeah. you're involved in different. Uh, I know that we, uh, Eric was talking about a golf tournament you guys were involved in, so yep. it, it, all different kinds of things uh, that help the communities more so than just tax revenue uh, mm-hmm. coming in from the thing. A community partner, if you will, which I think is great. What are some of your favorite products that you got over there? That um, I have to yeah. say, we have done a really good job with that Mac One and that the Funk. Um, those are two of my favorite strains, to be honest. To consumed, also our uh, concentrates. There mm-hmm. you go. Um, I loved specifically the Wonka bars. That was that one was one of my favorite. Me suffering from spondylosis in my back. Yeah, that one takes away my pain takes my mind away from even thinking about it so i have to yeah, say i've said this before just just the name wonka bar makes you want to yeah. get that golden <laughs> ticket as soon as you open up that little package right yep. yeah. a lot of people go eh, chocolate yeah. i'm like no yeah cannabis <laughs> i feel like uh, grandpa joe you know you're mm-hmm. getting up out of bed for being in there for so long you know mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a nice Willy Wonka reference there. Yep. Uh, but uh, Sid Ortiz uh, from Canada Provisions, we really do appreciate the time today. And thanks so much for sharing your experiences yeah, and, uh, and the things that you me. like about the community and, and, and like working in the cannabis industry. Sid Ortiz, you. you can get uh, Canada Provisions on Dwight Street in Holyoke and also on Housatonic Street in Lee. Thanks so much for coming in. It's Nagel Mind Your Business, an exclusive podcast at rock102.com.